Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hit it. Ooh. Okay. Toad is ready to... To DJ. <laughs> ready to rock. Hello and welcome back to House of Gossip or Hog, as we are belovedly known. I'm Sophie Lyons. I'm here with the beloved Clara Kavna, and we are here today to bring you some pop culture nourishment again and again and again. A great time of year to nourish you, no less, because everyone is sick, <laughs> including me. So Paul's- poor Gazer has succumbed to a, a head cold. The winter bug. Everyone has it. A lot of English colleagues have learned a new word and people call the common cold. Do you know what I'm going to say? Say it. Lurgy. The lurgy. The lurgy. Like they would say, I've gotten the lurgy. You wouldn't say I've got lurgy. You would say I've gotten the lurgy. Like I thought you were going to say, oh, are you poorly? Oh, I do get poorly. I hate are you poorly? Oh, they're poorly today. Just say they're sick. Oh, yeah. I was like, Clara's a bit poorly today. She's poorly. <laughs> poor... Oh, no, are you poorly? Poor... It's so annoying. Poor Clara's poorly. Lurgy, it means an unspecified or indeterminate illness. In a sentence, I had caught the dreaded lurgy. I've just never heard it before. It sounds like an Australian term. Lurgy? No. Oh my God, I come down with the lurgy, eh? <laughs> Not a good day, mate. Uh, so Clara has the lurgy. A lot of people I know have the lurgy. It's running rampant in London. I've seen a lot more people wearing masks now on the tube. I think everyone's trying to stay safe before Christmas. Yeah. But look at her there on the old deck. She's ready to go, isn't she, Gather? Eyes like peas. Yeah, because... Oh my God, the raisin eyes when, when one has the lurgy is poorly. <laughs> it's like one too many sneezes. There's nothing worse. What are you taking? I keep calling it my med shed. It's like my bedside uh, table is full of... I'm on the strepsils. I'm on Vicks First Defence. Recommended by yours truly, your sister, Rachel. I've heard it's really good. It's really good. Now, I've taken it a day too late, but it's probably more of a second defense. I've got cough syrup, night nurse, lamps of cold Sudafed. Sudafed. I think Sudafed's a winner. I also have heard night nurse does miracles. But Sudafed, it's kind of funny because when you take it, it's like starts to unblock your sinuses and it's kind of sore, but it's kind of nice. <laughs> Because it's like releasing. Yeah, like it's, you can feel like the pressure just like, go. That's like an ad. You know that Lemsip <laughs> ad that used to have that like mucus baby on your man, like hanging out of him like a orangutan? Oh, yes. I've never seen <laughs> something put so beautifully into a physical form than that Lemsip ad. Mm. 
or the constipation one where the, your one keeps shoveling. It's shoved your handbag. Shove into a handbag. That's what it is. <laughs> it is. It's just like, you get me. You see me. <laughs> and I get you. Anyway, sorry. We've been talking about illnesses and medications for six minutes now. <laughs> um, let's, let's kick off with J'adore or J'test this week. Gazza, I'm going to throw it over to you first. What are you J'adoring or J'testing? Well, my J'test was going to be being sick, the second time being sick in two weeks. But actually, I had the most lovely experience in Rixo with my sister during the week. Anytime I think of Rixo, I think of Dolly Alderton. Totally. It's just like vintage London summer girl, city girl, stylish girl. But I've always been quite frightened of the shop due to its high, high prices. They are pricey. They're, oof. But I must say they do a great sale. Anyway, but we went in there to do like, a, they, they do a Rixo bridal. So we went in there for a bit of like, oh, let's see what they have. Oh my God. Was it the most phenomenal experience? £25 includes two drinks of whatever you want, including a cocktail. You go into this room and you have the, they have every single piece that they own. And then they check for your sizes or whatever. For, for just wedding dresses? Yeah, it's like a whole bridal room. And the shop, it's, it's on... I did not know that. I know. And the, the flagship, it's in the, the one on, in Chelsea is their like flagship one with the bridal in it. And it's just like basically just a normal bridal appointment, but it's more like affordable stuff. And like the, the, the bridal dresses are only like a hundred pounds more than, than their regular dresses, like between like five and 700 pounds, like for a bridal dress. And what are they like? Unbelievable. I was turning. Well, I can imagine they'd be nice. I didn't know there was a thing. I was turning them away. Like I can't afford them all, obviously. Such a nice experience. Cause like, you know, the King's Road is, I just find it's ruined by the... I hate it. It's ruined by the people. Like, lovely area, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's all big, fat lips and huge, big cars and horrible vibes. But it's just the general atmosphere on that road ruins it. Oh, it's horrible. And there's a big crown. The Christmas lights are up and one of the lights is a huge crown. Like a King... Charles Crown. I hate that road. It's really, really not great. And it's an intimidating place. So I felt very like, oh my God, I'm not Kate Moss and I'm going to this Rixo shop. And I couldn't have been more wrong. I was so surprised. Staff are great. Obviously, I do not have the physique of a beanpole Alexa Chung model. So I was a bit nervous going in. The sizing was all great. It was very generous, which is a big fan. And they had feathers. They had lace. They had silks, silk and velvet. They had a beautiful mix of things. I kind of just thought it was a bit of a like vintage bride. And I just, I'm not cool enough to pull off the vintage theme. And this this had way more. Are you going to do that thing where you kind of wear white for the year? Uh, no, I'm, I'm too messy and clumsy a person for that kind of. You know, Jerry Halliwell like only wears white and green now. Wow, that's classy. But like, she's like a Formula Wee. Formula One queen. They're billionaires. Like, if, if I'm sure if she gets a stain yeah. on her clothes, she'll, like, donate it. Whereas, like, I'd be like... Only wears her underwear once. Type yes, one. I'd say she's on fresh linens every day. <laughs> anyway, what are you... Sorry, meander over. What are you adoring or testing? My adoring is... I have noticed, I think over the last kind of few years, the, the guys that are still gents... Um, oh. really stand out 
because it isn't it is a kind of a dying art and I saw a few things kind of on the tube and stuff I was talking to someone at work it's so nice when you just see a man be a gentleman like I was on the tube and even still just kind of getting up from their seat if they're not in the priority seat and stuff for just a woman. Oh. Um, I saw it a few times I was talking to this guy at work and he was saying like, oh, I just think, you know, if I'm taking a woman out, I want to pay and like that's the way it should be and I, I want to be that guy. And I was like, that is so nice to hear because it feels like they're dying. Oh. Um, you know? I just think it's so nice when people just want to be nice and do the right thing. And just like... Just little things like opening, opening doors. Do, do you know what really gets me? And I almost... I don't know if it was the Lurgy or the like 10 million shite Christmas films I'm watching at the moment. I'm just a bit <laughs> heightened emotion-wise. But I saw a guy... I was walking back from the overground and I saw a guy carrying flowers and it was night time and I was like oh I saw that recently and I was like are they a surprise or, or like so sweet I remember I saw oh <laughs> I saw a guy in co-op and he was getting like bread on like a Sunday something like that and then he just had a big thing of flowers and I was just like oh. there he is like that's just so because I have to say I would say there's only five percent of them left i know but you're noticing them more now so i'm sure you'll see more the more you see the more you notice or the more you notice the more you see no because like i want to sniff it out that's all i look for amongst the population oh. it's like looking for gents because they're such a rare breed now yeah i think we did stuff on when we were doing maybe our dating episode way back when and we were talking about like splitting the bell and all that kind of stuff yes our delicious delve into dating yeah and it was like I think you were kind of like a square off the round and stuff. And I just, <laughs> no. I love a gent. I love a gent. I love a guy to pay. Um, <gasps> but I just think like being kind is such a nice thing. Like Especially in London, it's really easy to get irritated and not look around you on yes. the tube and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And then like I saw a girl walk off the tube and this other girl ran after and was like, you forgot your umbrella. And she was like, Oh, thank you. It's not mine, though. <laughs> the girl was like, oh, okay. She just, like, turned around. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also don't have an umbrella, so I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> That's not mine, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'd love one. No, I didn't. I'm getting married next year. Can I have it? <laughs> Okay, great Shadora's in your test, positive on both ends. We love to hear it. Now, the theme of this week's episode kind of was encompassing an overall feeling of irritations you and I are feeling towards certain celebrities, people in the public eye. Yeah. I myself am watching I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Clara, you're not, unfortunately. It's great this year. But the overall name of this segment is called because they're so irritating you're a celebrity get you out of this is a hot take on i think about five uh celebrities or groups of celebrities that we are kind of harboring issues with and we're going to discuss it <laughs> right now it's our um santa's naughty list they're on our naughty list totally whether they like kick it off <laughs> whether they know it or not <laughs> I don't think these next two do know it because I've been talking about it for years and no one else brings it up. Hit me! Ant and Deck. I like Ant and Deck. I think they're funny. 
Uh, I'm a celebrity. I'm watching it lightly. I love it so much. Their stylist <laughs> needs to go to rehab. Why? Their clothing on this show is nothing short of absurd. They're in the hot jungle. Like, bear in mind, all the campmates are in tank tops. Ant and Jack come in <laughs> night after night wearing either a blazer, like a heavy blazer, or like a canvas jacket. Oh. Always done up. It's so hot. Like, it's warm over there. And they do it, and they wear these big, heavy boots and chinos or a jean, like dark jeans. And then these massive over shirts or blazers. They look so silly. Oh, that sounds terrible. And no one brings it off. <laughs> the budget they would have, the budget yeah. for this show, like when Holly Willoughby was on it, her wardrobe budget would have been insane. And she looked great. She wore like um, Grenson boots and kind of like a feminine-ish dress, like short kind of dress or like off shoulders. She looked so cool. And then you have these guys coming in. They're doing great, but change the clothes. It's so bad. Santa's naughty list number one. That's so funny. I'd love to Google them. You'll just see a load of dark green, like army jackets, canvas situations. I wonder who their stylist is. I locked it up yesterday, but like, I don't want to name and shame her. Oh yeah, fair. It's winter attire. It's like outdoor winter attire. Winter wear in the jungle. And then Deck one day randomly wore kind of like a billowing blouse. <laughs> Sorry, it was Ant. It was like a graphic billowing blouse. And he looked so much better. Mm. Bring on more blouses, I say. You didn't watch Big Brother, right? But they had... So AJ Adudu was hosting with this guy called Will Best. And Will Best style, he was like really just trying to be the new Harry Styles. Like it was very kind of gender bendy, very fashion forward. Like he'd be wearing like this. It was, I think it was a top from Zara, but it was like a cartoon, like Bambi style animal creature with like rainbows and then a high waisted, almost like a felt wool, a high waisted pa- flary pant and then had a jacket on top. As much as I didn't understand his presence on that TV show, I really enjoyed his fashion. Well, maybe they should take a leaf. Leaf out of Will Best book. I, it was like he was trying to make a statement. More on that later of people who use fashion to be recognised. I know who you're talking about. Oh, what a natural segue. The next person on the naughty list. <laughs> Rita Ora. <laughs> what a natural. I'm so proud of that. I'm on that. Who? I feel like I'm on that drizzy drink high. You know, you mix loads of comments <laughs> What's it called? Cough syrup. Um, <laughs> the one little Wayne got addicted to. I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> um, I've had kind of a, a confusion about her for at least a year. Because I'm like, yeah, what's going on here? I'm not really, like, I don't know. She's not releasing that much music, is she? She's just kind of everywhere all the time. And I'm not sure why. She was with Fatboy Slim at like Glastonbury, I think. She has a new thing with Primark. And then her new husband kind of... I think gave her an extra judge to be in the press. Whoever's doing her her PR work must be exhausted. It's like a Chris Jenner type situation. She's effectively a brand ambassador. I don't think she does much. No, she was in a contract deal. She was locked in some deal with Jay Z and his records. So she's only released two albums, and we've known about her for like years. So she was in some legal battle. That's why there's there was rumors about her being Becky with the good hair. Yeah. So conspiracy to be believed. She got with, she was one of the women that Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce with. And then Jay-Z had to like cut ties with her. But then she couldn't release any music because she was still signed with Rockefeller. 
like, look, whether that's true or not, we don't know. But she was one of the suspects. And, like, I highly doubt Jay-Z only cheated on Beyonce once. Let's just say that. But with Retora, I think in the time that she wasn't able to release any music, she turned her skills into grafting. And is now basically like, she's the brand ambassador for so many things. Why? Like, it's not... It must work, though. Because people... So, sorry, from what we meant about her her in her early days, she always had a red lip. And, like, she did look, and kind of still does look, quite like Rihanna. But you'd never see Rita Ora without her red lip. And it was like this kind of quite an obvious tactic or something of like trying to be noticed and trying to be recognised and there is that but then she get locked into this record deal and then it then became a brand ambassador effectively like she's only she's still releasing music it's not in any way like chart topping and when she was interviewed by Louis Theroux in his BBC series I wouldn't even watch that last season the whole thing Oh, I was number one in 52 countries. Oh, I was this. And they go back to Albania to do this big gig. And it's obviously like her hometown and they all love her or whatever. And like, obviously she has loads of fans. But it's this whole thing of like, I'm super successful. I'm. She's a bit of a Jason Derulo. Like, you don't know anything really about her. She, yes, she has loads of chart hits, but she's not really that like... She's not a household name. Do you remember during COVID for her, like her 30th or something, she had uh, like party and paid the restaurant and it was like breaking all the rules yeah, I quite enjoyed that to be fair such bad PR so she her endorsements have been get ready for this right so this is all the things she's endorsed Skull Candy headphones Calvin Klein CK1 Superga she was in a clothing line for Madonna Material Girl Rimmel obviously doing the red lippy that was a good collab I actually remember that uh, she did some Donna Karan she's done DKNY She's done Marks and Spencer's leading ladies campaign, the face of Roberto Cavalli, Coca-Cola, Samsung Galaxy S6. I was like, why is this woman selling me a phone and I don't know any of her music? She's done Thomas Sabo, Escada and Pepe Jeans. There's something going on. What secrets does she know? Here's a conspiracy. What if in her deal that fell through with uh, Rockefeller, they like did some, oh, you can't have this, but you can have something else. Just piss off. Like a payout deal. You can have a Pepe jeans deal. Here's some Pepe jeans over here, Rita. Pepe, Pepe. <laughs> Ugh, anyway, it just really annoys me and I don't, I don't understand. And like the Taika Watiti thing is, that love story is like, I don't know. He, I love his, he's done like Jojo Rabbit, What We Do In The Shadows. He's done very fun funny comedy bits he seems quite fabulous he does he's done a few of the Thor his comedy movies are really like he's he's a great sense of humour but like I don't know if he has drank the Rita Ora Kool-Aid or the Hollywood Kool-Aid but I just feel like he's got a bit like Hollywood I don't know if it's her effect but like they seem to be like crazy love which is nice or whatever but I just I couldn't imagine on what planet they would have met or it's a big like coup I think they were friends first it's a big coup for her I think I'd love to know who does all her like PR work yeah they must be exhausted exhausted this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, our next You're a Celebrity Get You Out of Here. Would you like to take one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Sophie. Sorry, I feel like the cough medicine has kind of gone to my head. Taylor Swift was named as Time Magazine's Person of the Year last week. And I know Mm -hmm. I've ranted about Taylor Swift before. So, look, we'll keep it brief. But how they choose the Times Person of the Year is it's the person who most affected the mood in our lives and had the biggest impact. For example... Zelensky won last year, the president of of Ukraine. He won the year before. Very apt, very deserving. So the other people that were up for Times Person of the Year this year was the stri- the Hollywood strikers. The journalists reporting in Gaza, the prosecutors for Trump. And I, I can understand why they chose Taylor because they had quite a serious one last year. And also, why not take advantage of her wide appeal and wild impact and like in fairness like she does do so much good stuff she's gotten like loads of americans voting and she, her philanthropy knows no bounds like she spends her money wisely she's very conscious she, i think she spent 55 million dollars tipping all the people who worked on her tour which is i know it made billions what? yeah now i know it made didn't it make billions so I suppose it's like a small percentage, but like very nice nonetheless. Wow. Because Taylor doesn't really do traditional media anymore. And like her publicists rarely kind of speak on her behalf. It's all kind of done through her music or done through her own, similar to Beyonce, kind of does it on their terms. Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't court court the media. She's almost like, she's too big for that, to be honest. I feel like Miss Taylor was sitting and waiting to speak about certain things for like the right moment. By bringing, rehashing, reigniting this whole feud with Kim Kardashian, the the saga that like got too annoying and long and boring. To bring that all up when you're being honoured with like such an incredible accolade. And I know she's talking about like it, it effect on her. She's calling it, she didn't leave her house for a year. She moved to foreign country. She didn't trust like answering the phone. Like, these are all, like, premeditated questions. Like, she wanted to talk about all this stuff. To call it, like, what Kim did, a career death. She got great material out of it. She got a whole fucking world tour and reputation album out of it. There was, like, the people who went to her concert said there was a big giant snake on stage for half the concert. So, like, it's not like she didn't monetize off it or benefit from it by having, you know. It's, like, to constantly be able to release loads of albums, you need loads of material, 
So like she definitely, like Beyonce did, turned the lemons into lemonade and like created something to sing about. So like, yes, Kim Kardashian called you a snake and, you know, she did get trolled and that's obviously not very nice, but she got so much out of it. But anyway, she's calling what Kim did like a manufactured frame job, illegally recorded phone call that was edited to tell everyone that I'm a liar. And then she's giving out about Scooter Braun and the big machines. So she's having to re-record all that music. Like how she's, you know, reclaiming her power and all that stuff. Which is totally fair enough. I totally get it. It's it's that thing of like waiting in the long grass. Much like Kim likes to hold a grudge, so does Taylor. And I just think Taylor is... She was waiting for her moment to strike of going like, I basically own an empire, a movement when my tour comes to town, like the ground shakes, like there was, I think that she played in Cleveland or Ohio or somewhere. And there was so much ground movement. They tracked it on the meters at the Richter scale. There was so much like jumping around at her concert. So like this woman is having like a physical impact on the world, which is, don't get me wrong, incredible. But like, there's a little bit of like, is your success not speaking for itself? To reach this accolade of Times Person of the Year and then to go down like, well, I'm going to rehash a fight from 2016. I think your success kind of speaks for all of that. Like, you know, you've done so... Like, she's gone to, like, icon level. Yeah. I do think, though, I think there's something really powerful in not responding, like, in the moment about stuff like that. Yeah. But I think everyone should be able to say their piece on something like that. That was such a big deal for them. That, no, that is true. Actually, but it kind of puts a whole negative thing on the feature, I suppose. Like, because all her, this would have all been pre-agreed. Mm. But I suppose maybe now she feels in a place where she can talk about it because it's over. I don't know. But like, by talking about it, you're making it, rehashing it again. Yeah, you're you're, you're bringing it up again. Yeah, yeah, I get but, I But I do, I do think like, I think you're right in the sense of like, well, she's allowed to respond 100%. It's almost like accepting an Oscar and in front of everyone going, fuck you and fuck you and like this in your face, I'm winning this. And even though you did this to me and you did this to me and it's it's just, see, I read it a bit like, well, look at me now. Here's my revenge. I got it in the end. Younger Sophie would have done that. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Uh, I'll always have a Taylor rant up my sleeve, so I apologise. But I just, it's something, there was something just a bit like sour grapes about it. It's like, can you not go like, fuck me, yes, I've gotten this. And like, obviously maybe the interview. It is sour, yeah, it is sour grapes, I agree with you. Yeah, I just think there's something like, my fans are amazing. Because that says way more. Like, you're winning it and Kim Kardashian's not. You know, and like the the two of them have had huge years, like probably the most successful years of both their lives. But like to be sitting up there in your throne going kind of swinging punches, it's just, it seems a bit, I don't know. Do it in another interview. Do it in a, do it another way. She never does them though, does she? She never does interviews. Yeah, I get you. So she's your naughty list. Yeah. Like, sorry, great year. Congrats. 
love to have a mulled wine with you you seem like good you're, for you good for you actually and if this is the mood you're in i definitely want to have a mulled wine with you a little glug and we can gossip our tits off my other one i do you ever watch paris and love do you know what that's been on my list for so long i think oh i should watch that now in my sicky haze the new season uh, came out and i was like the other day i was like oh grant like i'll turn that on i have to turn it off after like 11 minutes oh the first season i remember i don't like i didn't watch it in its entirety i watched like the wedding episodes which were like any wedding episode of anything is pretty good yes it's the most uncomfortable watch why i've had in a very long time so explain sorry paris in love is a reality tv show following her it's her with the with now the new husband and it's like this season would be them getting their they're having their first baby I didn't get past 11 minutes though, but they knew the surrogate was pregnant and all that and the family don't know and all that. But the dynamic between the two of them is so weird. It's like he goes to her assistant. He was like, oh, can you measure Paris's wrist? I want to get her a bracelet. And she turns around and goes, thanks, daddy. Paris to her husband says, thanks, daddy. Correct, correct. Anyway, she does the baby voice even though she's admitted the baby voice was a tactic. But she still does that. But then she goes into the lower one. So it's this swishing and swashing of the baby voice and her actual voice with the husband. It's weird. She's doing egg retrieval. Right. Uh, so she's taking hormones. And like I've heard doing all those hormonal injections isn't great and all that kind of stuff. But putting it on TV and it's just like she's doing it with the camera and it's so dramatic and drawn out. It's like I get she wanted to cover it. But she's like, oh my God, it's so badly. And it's just like, sorry, but it is just whining. And she does it like for, in the 11 minutes, it, it happened at least three times where she was doing the hormonal injections. And she's doing that and it's just very theatrical. Like I just, I find that quite too much. Then her mom is absolutely nuts. Oh, Kathy. She's talking to her mom and then she her mom's like, what are you doing that? And Paris is like, oh, it's for like, I'm doing another egg retrieval. And, and she's talking and then the mom's like, do you like my new bag? Look at this cute purse I got. Oh my God, I'm starving. Like she's so odd. And then I'm subsequently watching Real Housewives and Kathy Hilton's getting brought, she's getting brought into it because they're like, she's a very powerful woman. Like they're still talking about Kathy. She's a very powerful woman. Was Kathy on the old episodes or what? Yeah, but she's not in it now. But they're saying she's a really powerful woman. She can get you like cut out of Beverly Hills. Like you don't want to be in her bad side. I honestly, the whole thing is so odd. It, it, It was a really uncomfortable 11 minutes. I wouldn't suggest it. It's so strange. That's, is it on Netflix or where is it on? Hey You. Oh, that seems so strange that she, I, this, the mixing of, Baby Paris and normal Paris. That's kind of odd. It's really strange. If you're jacked up on hormones, maybe it's not a good time to be recording a TV show as well. The husband freaks me out as well. Hmm. Calling him daddy. Oh, that makes me a bit sick. Daddy. Thanks, daddy. She's like, thanks, daddy. Ew. It is kind of uh, very much kind of father-daughter kind of vibe. Ew. Like, he's like, oh, Paris, will you remember to take this and like it's very kind of parent to child type energy what's his job what does he do i don't know he's really wealthy whatever he's some kind of tycoon some kind of tycoon i don't know what the tycoon is though she's not on my lolly list but the show is yeah bad production it could be great as well oh that sounds dreadful yeah i really wanted to watch that oh well scratch that off my list you could watch it now because you're not feeling great 
And maybe I'm so, okay, I feel so delirious. Maybe I would think it's good. <laughs> the wedding episodes are good. Oh, well, who doesn't love a wedding episode? I love a wedding special. Oh. Anyone. I know. Thank you so much for listening to our naughty list of celebs this festive season. Also, a shout out to Clara, who did a solo act um, <laughs> last week in my absence. I thought it was really good. Lots of bits for me to watch and a really good like flow. Thank you very much. Really good flow. Um, so, so cheers to you, guys. I felt so weird without you. I was like, am I right? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no one's there. <laughs> like tapping your desk. <laughs> No, it was lonely. <laughs> no, I loved it. And a uh, recommendation I'll give is it's on ITVX, Ooh. which is just ITV player. X going to give it to you. Yes, X is going to give it to you. It's called <laughs> Love and Death. Ooh. It's with Elizabeth Olsen's in it. You know, the Mary-Kate and Ashley's sister. God, she's a real underdog, isn't she? Dark horse. She's doing really well. I'm only on episode two, but the premise is... It's this real church town in sort of middle America era, kind of a bit Southern, you know, heavy Christians. And the plot is that an affair happens and it results in a murder. Ooh. And it kind of unravels this town. I don't even know who gets murdered yet. I'm on the second episode. Limited series, a few sex scenes in there. And it's set in like the late 70s. Ooh, great fashion. So there's just like a good few bits going on. I can't wait to see who's murdered. Um, But that's my recommendation, even though I'm only on episode two. Fantastic, Sophie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please go tell your friends, families, neighbours, colleagues, bus drivers about House of Gossip. Give us a little review. It really helps people find us. You can rate us if you wish. You can find Sophie on Instagram at Soph underscore Lions and you can find me on Instagram at Classy Cabana. I feel like I'm falling into a delirious hole and I look forward to having a nap. (laughs) Gazer, thank you for uh, trundling through in this sensitive time. (laughs) My life's work. We hope you're all having a lovely festival feeling Tuesday morning, noon, or evening. Or if you're listening to this late, just a nice time in general. Yes. And we'll we'll catch you real soon. Do you know what we could sing us out with? Okay, I'm all for Mariah, all I want for Christmas, right? But Britney mm-hmm. Spears has a unbelievable Christmas song that I don't think gets I, enough yeah. airtime. Do you not like it? Santa, can you hear me? I have been so good this year. Oh, my Christmas. Thank you so much. Ho, ho, ho. Hoes. <laughs> and out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.